This is Spin Control, a Fibercraft podcast by a joyful girl. Everybody. Welcome to Spin Control, Episode 92, Altitude Adjustment. In this episode, I've got some knitting, some spinning, a little story about how I got an altitude adjustment, and really, I think I'll just summarize, you know, the better part of the last year and a half for you, because it's been a long, long time. We'll talk about where I've been, how I got where I am now, and where I'm going. All right, so it looks like it's time to get this podcast started. And now it's time for Spin a Tale. And I have got a lot to share with you in this edition. Where to begin? Ugh, I don't want to go back too far. We'll just say I retired from the military. You all know that by now, I think. And that went really well. Um, we debated for a while what I was going to do when I separated from the military. And before it was all said and done, a friend of mine offered me a job in her company. And I took it. My goal was to keep itty bitty in maryland until she got out of high school but that didn't exactly work out the way we had hoped it would for more than one of us itty bitty included and me primarily me and itty bitty primarily maryland became an extremely toxic place over the past well over the year after i retired i don't want to go into too horribly great a detail but it just wasn't all it cracked up to be work school friends, family. It became this huge, horrible, awful struggle every day. And then in July of 2017, my entire family, well, my entire immediate family. So me, my husband and kids, all of my brothers and their wives and kids converged in Colorado for my brother's 50th birthday and like a pseudo family reunion. It was what my mom requested and we were more than happy to oblige. So the weekend of like, I think the 30th of June, what, you know, just past the 4th of July, we spent that time in Colorado Springs. And then I went back to the horrible existence that I had in Maryland. It was pretty bad. It's hard to describe how bad it was. But anyway, I wanted nothing more than to not be where we were. There were some pretty negative things around the corner for the company that I was working for. And I couldn't do anything to stop them because one, I wasn't the cause and two, um, I wasn't allowed to create any solutions. So in a matter of about two weeks after the family reunion, I said, okay, I think we need to leave this place. Um, I don't know why, but my spouse agreed and crazy enough, we packed up and we left the state of Maryland because it was too much. We couldn't do it anymore. It was not the right place for us. I don't regret staying there. However, I couldn't have continued to stay there and gotten out, you know, successfully. So we had options, quite a few options at our disposal. But what we mutually decided was that we were in desperate need of an altitude adjustment. So we literally packed it all up and moved to Colorado. That was it. Within about three weeks of the reunion, Itty Bitty and the boy had packed up and left because school starts here the first week of August or second week of August. So we had to get Itty Bitty here in plenty of time to start school with her peers. And the boy relocated as well at the same time. But I needed to 
wrap things up in Maryland, make a nice clean break and finish what I had started before I left. So I actually didn't join the family until October. So about four months ago, I sold my house in Maryland. I packed as much as I could fit in my little tiny car and I left Maryland never to look back. I just drove for two days straight with the sun at my back and left all of my worries behind. So yeah, right. By now, it doesn't sound like this happy, wonderful story yet, does it? No. So let me lighten the mood a little bit. When I say that I packed everything I could into my little car, I mean it. The day that the movers came to pack up all of our stuff, I had filled my car like, okay, I've got everything. I've got clothes enough, you know, to keep me working here for a little while, blah, blah, blah. Because my stuff all got packed up in August and I didn't leave until October. So I had to have work clothes and everyday clothes. I was moving into my friend's basement. I had clothes and I had, you know, everyday shampoo, conditioner, all that regular stuff. But I also had to think about winter. So I had to have cold weather clothes because I would be coming out here once the weather had turned. And I managed to pack all of my spinning wheels into the car with all of that other stuff. I didn't even bother to tell the boy that I had done that because I figured he would get mad at me. I squeezed like every nook and cranny in my vehicle was totally packed to the hilt. Like you, I couldn't have put another single thing in there. It was pretty hilarious. But the worst part about it was, is that I had, so in August, I had my vehicle packed perfectly with all of my stuff, right? It was great. Like, okay, I know that everything I take away with me is going to fit in the car. That's how I planned it. But I forgot that there's like a box that I keep or that I had like in the storage area at work for all of my desk stuff and all of my personal effects from my office. So when it actually came down to the week that I was leaving, I put that box in the car and I did not have room for all of my spinning wheels. How ridiculous is that, right? Ugh, I can't believe I did that. So I ended up leaving one spinning wheel behind. It was my biggest one, the Sequoia, because it didn't fit very well. Like all of my other wheels are small wheels or travel wheels or folding wheels. But the Sequoia is pretty big and lumbering and didn't really squeeze in anywhere really well with all that other stuff. So I left it behind at my friend's house. And very soon I'm going to ask her if she's ready to send that to me and I need to send her some money via PayPal. And I'll just have her go to like the UPS store and take care of it. You know, let them pack it so she doesn't have to worry about it. But so for four months, okay, we were able to execute this move because we have people here in Colorado. My brother and his family. They have a four-bedroom house. One of the bedrooms they use is an office. One of the bedrooms they use is a guest room. Then their son's room and the master bedroom. So Itty Bitty gets a bedroom because she's a 16-year-old girl and that's only right. And the boy and I live in an unfinished section of their basement. Yeah. While we wait to find a place of our own. And that's coming along. So we'll have to, we'll just have to see. It's pretty, it's funny and not funny. Like it's, we're totally comfortable, but it's really weird. And I miss all of my stuff. So I have all the spinning wheels and I only have a little bit of fiber with me. The rest of it is in storage right now, waiting on us to find a place of our own. And I just, you know, you just miss like the little things like, you know, your own bed. Oh, I can't wait to get my bed back. That'll be so wonderful. There's just all this stuff that like, so itty bitty keeps saying, well, dad, don't you have a French press? Well, yeah, dad has a French press, but it is in storage and we can't really get to it right now. I thought I had packed a little Nostapin and darning egg in all of my stuff. And I dug through 
every box, every bag that I brought with me and can't find it. So I'm hoping that it's in storage and that I didn't lose it because they were pretty beautiful and wonderful. They were hand turned. I got them at Maryland Sheep and Wool, I think. Yeah, last year at Maryland Sheep and Wool. Like I was looking for a matching set and the guy at the lathe was like, well, I can just make you a Nostapin to match that darning egg. No problem. Come back in an hour. So I love them. They're very fantastic and handmade, kind of by request. That guy does a lot of really good work. And he was so fast, too. It was wonderful. And so I hope they aren't lost because I really love them. So things were bad. We made a snap decision to relocate. Like, wow, I can't believe we're doing this. Snap decision to relocate. We're here in Colorado. We are so much happier already. Like, like I said, I'm living in an unfinished basement. And I'm happier than I was in Maryland. I still haven't found the right uh, new position, which is fine. It'll come when it comes. But I love spending time with my brother and his family. I'm really thoroughly enjoying the fact that Itty Bitty is doing well. And, you know, school isn't that horrible, torturous, awful thing that it once was, which is awesome. And I must say that I am so super thankful for the altitude adjustment. It's almost unreal. And it's crazy, and it's been a whirlwind, and it's been wonderful. And I cannot wait to see what the rest of this adventure holds for us. And that's all I've got in Spin a Tail. And now it is on to spinning my wheels. So it hasn't been too horribly terrible to get some crafting in here in my new temporary location. Um, like I said, I brought seven spinning wheels with me. Uh, yeah, I know. We, yeah, we, oh, that's, <laughs> oh, that's a story for another day. Oh, Lord. Jeez. Anyway, so I brought all my spinning wheels with me. I brought all of my Jenkins spindles with me. I have a little bit of fiber. I have, I think, a single sock's worth of yarn that's not already obligated. <laughs> not a single sock, a single pair of socks. Okay. A single pair of socks, like that much sock yarn on me which is nuts considering how much I have in my stash but I've been keeping myself busy so what have I done since I've been here I've had a pair of yellow and black tiger stripe socks on my needles for well probably well now like a year and a half ever since my oldest daughter started college those are her school colors the Mizzou socks and I finished them in time for her when she came home for Christmas break so that was nice and I love the kid, but she's the one with the gigantic feet that I really hate making socks for because her feet are so long. Like it seems like the socks are never going to end. And she wanted like a high leg on them. So it was even longer. So it got to the point where I actually thought I was going to run out of yarn. So I found a local yarn store. It's called You and Me, spelled E-W-E and me. And I found some black sock yarn that I could use for the toes because I was really concerned I was going to run out. But I got those done. She got those for Christmas. In addition, I found myself on Christmas Eve sewing in ends and blocking a blanket for my brother and his family. In like 2008, I knit blankets for all my immediate family. So my parents got one. My two little brothers got one each. And my older brother and his family got one as well. In 2012, here in Colorado Springs, there was a fire and my brother and his family lost everything, like everything. I think their chimney was still standing and that was it. So I've also been working on this project forever and a day, making a replacement blanket for them for their house. 
and i got that done in time for christmas as well so they're very pleased and they have like they're amazing handmade gift recipients they're really good gift recipients like she the last blanket like she dry cleaned <laughs> and you know my brother used it all the time like to keep himself warm on the couch you know he loved that little blanket it's just a lap blanket but he used it all the time they took really good care of it and i knew that know that they'll do the same with this one and i'm really glad that i was able to replace it it's not exactly the same as the first one i used the same pattern and i really really like it it's a knit chevron blanket by lion brand and it's intended to be a baby blanket but i made it a little bit larger to be like a lap blanket and the first one i made out of o wool balance and i honestly could not find o wool balance again like at the price point i was looking at but i found a reasonable substitution i don't have the project pulled up or i would tell you what that was but it was a organic cotton and wool blend and it just felt wonderful and i loved it and the colors are different but it's still essentially the same blanket they're pleased i'm pleased awesome all right what else so since the first of the year uh and christmas it was yeah since christmas I cast on and I'm just about done with the pair of socks for itty bitty. I also have this little cowl project that's a whip that I could work on anytime, but I'm kind of dreading it because it's a lace cowl and I have no idea where I left off. And I'm really hoping that I don't have to start again because it was a it's a Buffalo Wool Company pattern and I think the yarn's real fancy and it's one of those like single skein projects that you that you do just to use the luxury yarn you know what i'm saying yeah so i'm a little hesitant to dive back into that one because i have no idea where i'm at it might take me like a whole day to figure out where i'm at and hopefully i don't have to frog it and start again to make this cow but i've got that so that's what i have i have very little yarn i've got um two whips in the works and then i've been doing a little bit of spinning not too much i have some louette fiber like that i've had since the year i started spinning that i'm spinning on a spindle and then I'm working on some alpaca that my mom got me probably three years ago. And really, the the pro, the the fiber that I have with me is stuff I happened to be working on that was attached to one of the wheels that I brought with me. So that's where we stand with that. And really, that's about all I've got so far in spinning my wheels. And now I want to talk a little bit about what's got me all spun up. I am all spun up about my new Colorado vibe. Now, I never liked Marilyn. I don't know why. My husband did. I never have. Um, I found it too crowded, overpopulated. The traffic was horrible. And oftentimes people weren't very nice. It happens. Some people disagree with me, but that's my opinion. But now in Colorado, um, there's plenty of land. There's so much sky. I get to revel at the beauty of the Rocky Mountains every single day. The air is fresh. The people are nice. And I could not be happier with where I am located right now. And I am super thankful and super spun up about the Colorado vibe. Well, it looks like it is time to spin off this episode of spin control i wanted to let everybody know that sometime last year the server hosting my website crashed and i lost everything 
So I've spent the better part of the last few months rebuilding and setting my site up again. So I had to re-upload all of the episodes that I had that I could find. I'm missing like 20 and I don't know where they are, which is a little bit frustrating. So if you're listening to this from the beginning, there's some missing sections and I don't know what you've missed out on because I can't remember what they were about. And I'm sorry about that. But this is my inaugural return and I've got the website all set up and ready to go. And I want to thank everyone who tuned in to listen. I greatly appreciate it. And I can't wait to hear from you if you've got anything to share. As always, the details of this episode and all the past episodes can be found at spincontrolpodcast.com. You can email me at a joyful girl knits. Catch me on Ravelry as a joyful girl. Follow me on Instagram as forever handmade. And I'd greatly appreciate it if you would reach out. This episode, I'm going to close out with a song from The Head and the Heart. It's called Rivers and Roads. And while I was separated from the boy and itty bitty for two months, I cried my eyes out listening to this song because my heart was broken because I was away from my people. But now we are happy and healthy and all together again in Colorado. I hope you enjoy. Until next time. Thanks again. A year from now we'll all be gone All our friends will move away And they're going to better places But our friends will be gone away Nothing is as it has been And I miss your face like hell And I guess it's just as well But I miss your face like hell
Rivers till I reach you